and welcome to Carers Links podcast. Uh, this is the last podcast of the year of 2020, which has been a very unusual year. Um, and unusually, I am hosting it by myself. So my name's Katie and I am I'm hosting without John today because he's off doing other things. But uh, for the final recording of, of the year, we decided we'd go back to our favourite office banter um, topics and we'd invite members of the Carouslink staff team in to talk to us and the theme we decided would quite obviously be Christmas. So we're going to chat about our, our memories and, and thoughts about Christmas. So joining me today we have Heather. Hi Kitty. We have we have Katrina. Hello. And we have Fiona who has been uh, in our office banter before. Ah, yeah. First of all what should we start off thinking about Christmas? I I suppose, have you got any plans for Christmas this year? Because it is going to be different, isn't it? Um, this year, how are you going to manage it at all? And we'll start We'll start with Fiona. We'll start you. I'm not sure what I can say legally. But, right. uh, <laughs> yes, don't, don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> no, so the plan uh, has been that my brother is the one with wee kiddies, so we always tend to spend it with him because that's obviously where all the, the joy is. So that's the same plan this year, except a little bit. Uh, narrowed down but it comes with the same sort of Christmas politics we just had another member of the family on today on the phone how would you feel if we came along and it's a bit like well not really allowed so I think it's that that's all that's going to start now and it's that kind of horrible way of having to choose um who you who you choose when you come from quite a big family but yeah that's that's my Christmas day with kids I definitely I'm actually want to be one of the, the adults because <laughs> they bring all the joy yeah yes yeah okay Katrina what about you well, fingers crossed now we're in tier three, we're allowed out again a wee bit. Uh, so I will be joining my parents and my sister at home for Christmas in our Christmas bubble. And uh, it'll be small family Christmas for us. We won't have everyone. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing my dogs. The rest of the family, so-so. <laughs> but I'm so excited to see my dogs. <laughs> What's about you, Heather? Uh, just a quiet one for us uh, this year. We ha- we don't have a terribly big family, so just uh, my husband and I will go through to my sister and brother-in-law through in Edinburgh. So it'll just be the four of us. Uh, probably the biggest change for us is that we've got family in Ireland, uh, two wee granddaughters, Leila and Cara. So we normally see them. Either we go over uh, there before Christmas, uh, around about Christmas, or year about you know they come to us so that's that's the big thing that we'll miss this year not seeing Leila and Cara but vaccine on its way things looking better for 2021 we haven't seen them since February so um, the best Christmas present we can get whenever we get it be it spring summer will be to see the girls again. Yes I know I think it's really difficult because my father lives down in the middle of England so I haven't seen him now since August. I did, I did get down in August, but yeah, I'll, I'll not see him at Christmas. And yeah, I would love to see him again, but we luckily we've managed. I have three daughters, and we've managed because my eldest daughter lives on her own. She can make a household with us, and then we can have the other two and their partners have Christmas as well, it won't be as normal, but um, slightly different version. Next question is: What is your favourite favourite Christmas memory? And we'll go. We'll go the other way around. So, Heather, do you want to go first? Hey, my favourite bit about Christmas. That's, do you know what, that that shouldn't be a, a difficult question, should it? But it kind of is. Because uh, there's lots that I enjoy ab- about Christmas. Um, 
it's probably very cliched, but I, I really do think it is just being with the family and just that sense of it being a really, really special day where you can just completely relax and yeah, enjoy yourself and Yes, I wouldn't. It's really, really hard, but I wouldn't say I'm. I'm not a huge foodie, so yeah, I enjoy my Christmas dinner, but I wouldn't say that's the kind of be all and end all. And it's lovely to to get presents, but I just think I think being together, and I do love seeing people opening the gifts that you've given them. You know, I love to see people's reactions, and it just makes you feel warm and fuzzy, doesn't it? If somebody just loves their present, so maybe maybe that's my favourite part, but. Yeah, it's just a lovely day all round. What about you, Katrina? Oh, for me, it's probably carols. I'm going to miss that this year because usually I'll be in any choir that will have me for, for singing Christmas carols and we're not allowed to do any of that this year. Um, and I, I love it, especially if it's by candlelight. That's my favourite Christmas memories are carols by candlelight. Although I was speaking to my sister and I think the best thing about Christmas for her this year is no embarrassment for me singing too loudly. She's delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Fiona what about you well you'd think with my amazing voice that's quite well known in the office it would be Christmas carols as well but no mine is uh, definitely the food I love the going in I love all the stuff like even the pigs and blankets you know the rubbishy stuff I love it I love just that Christmas day when you're all well my mum usually organises it all is well known for being late so usually the time it's meant to be Christmas lunch but usually get about six seven o'clock at, at night so you probably haven't eaten all you've had is the chocolates that you've you've got out your stocking or something so usually by that time we're all like ah um so yeah i love just all the food and it's the same before without sounding really cheesy it's just the week the wee kids as well because all my memories i remember being really young at home and i was just saying that the other day that how different it is when you're older the, the joy when you're young members all being in me and my sister we shared bunk beds and my dad and my uncle bringing beanbags uh, through the house. And we saw them do it and we got so excited. And it was like lying in bed all night, like sort of not be able to wait for like two beanbags. But that kind of real feeling of excitement that you kind of lose after a certain age. And I love seeing that in the boys when they're like, wow, that's amazing. Great. Oh, I love all that. Just the adult days of pleasure you don't see in adults. I, love, I look forward to all that. Mine's food, but slightly different because we have a tradition where we we all have bits of the Christmas dinner that we prepare. So and we do it in the kitchen together. So it's that it's that whole busyness in the kitchen where everybody's got something to do and it's all coming together to make a really nice Christmas meal when you have it. But um and then we do that and then we off we go out for a walk and leave it all cooking. So that's that's <laughs> but Your but sounds do, very, very organized. <laughs> well organized chaos, I think you could describe it as <laughs> Ours is just chaos. But it's all about these, it's these traditions though, isn't it? I mean, each family, each household has their own traditions and they are just so precious. And it's funny how people come into your family through marriage and all that sort of thing and they adopt your traditions and you adopt some of theirs. And it's, it's just, it's, it's just quite a magical time really, isn't it? The biggest one, actually, tradition, which I have to ask is, when do you open your presents? That's that's the question. Heather, when do you open yours? We, we open ours quite late. We um, Because it all, we, we always had Christmas at my mum and dad's house. So, you know, we always congregated here. So by the time we all got here, it would maybe be, you know, by the time you maybe went and saw in-laws and then came over, it would be sometimes lunchtime, early afternoon before, or maybe even mid-afternoon before we were all 
together in the house. So um, so we, we're always quite late. It maybe there was one Christmas when it took four hours, and that's not an exaggeration. It took us four hours to open the Christmas presents, and there were only six of us. And that was the year that we reckoned we'd all kind of overdone it a wee bit. Um, because the tradition is that you all open one present at a time and you, you go around in a, a circle. Um, that took an inordinate amount of time. So it, we're, we're a bit speedier now. But yeah, so we can be, it can be easily three, four o'clock before we even start opening them. What about you, Katrina? Uh, our household is notorious for being the earliest in a, a three block radius. My until my sister went to university, which was not that long ago, we would regularly be up on Christmas Day before six a.m. Uh, I think maybe we've now managed to get it pushed back till seven or eight. But as soon as as soon as we can wake the household, really, we'll we'll open presents as a family. We do save some for later in the day when we have other family round. But uh, yeah, first thing. <laughs> That's what stockings for. So we do our stockings first thing. Um, but then our Christmas presents, they always wait, wait until after Christmas. We've eaten the Christmas meal, that's they have, so it's normally mid afternoon. What about you, Fiona? Well, you just when you were saying that there, Katrina, again, back to being young, do you remember that waking up, knocking, like, can we get up now? No, go back to bed. Can we get up now? Go back to bed. <laughs> now, maybe if we've done something on Christmas Eve, we're a bit hungover, so maybe it's not quite that early anymore, but. Um, Again, it's a bit different because it depends because we're all sort of growing up now. So it depends who you're with on the day. Usually if you've got a partner or something, you do it with them first and then you get back and then you maybe you all do it with your family. So we usually have like three or four, which is great, spread over the day. And then you do it with, as they say, the, I'm going to call grandchildren. They're not my grandchildren, they're my nephews. But you do. So you have maybe you and your partner, then you have your, your family and then with the kids. So it's usually spread out over, over the last few years. So it's quite good. Yeah, I know this chat. I definitely now have this memory of, of, waking up in the, the night and looking to see if the stocking had appeared on the end of my bed. That weight at the end of the bed that you used to wait for, I used to love, love that one. It's that feeling, isn't it? That Mine used to hang on the, there was a, a cupboard and mine hung on the cupboard door. I can't remember where my sister's hung, but you would, you'd be looking at it and it would be flat and then you'd maybe wake up a wee bit later and it would still be flat and then there'd be that moment when you woke up in the middle of the night or early morning and you could see that it was all lumpy and bumpy and uh, yeah you can just remember that feeling can't you it's like oh he's yeah. been he's been I, I think that's probably actually maybe even one of the best feelings yeah I mean that's what I, well, I don't get that one anymore but I used to yeah I used to love mm-hmm. that, that one. we had I don't know uh, folklore something we've got like big uh, knitted wool socks that were supposedly my great uh, grandpas that we've had every year so we still even now I'm 41 nearly 42 <laughs> um, every year we still have my mum still fills them tangerine at the bottom and it's weird because they must have been like the same 40 I don't know when we first got them but the minimum minimum maybe 30 years we've had the same great grandpas stockings for <laughs> whether they wear or not I don't know <laughs> my mum has her childhood stocking I don't think my dad's is quite so quite so aged. That might have been a gift later in life, but my mum has her childhood stocking still. Yeah, I have mine too, Katrina, and I'm probably a bit ages with your mum. And uh, yeah, I've I've still got mine. Yeah, I don't know where mine is. Do you know what I do remember though? We used to have we had Advent angels that used to stick on the. We had stairs going up straight out of the lounge, and and the and the, the Advent angels used to sit on the wall going up the stairs, and. They would come out every year, but I don't know where they've gone. 
these things that when I when I go down to my dance, I'll have to have a look through all the cupboards and see if I can find them. Yeah, because that's not the kind of thing you would throw out. They'll be no. they'll be hiding in a cupboard somewhere in your dad's house. We think now we've talked about a bit about food, but I mean, you, you know, Christmas is a lot about food <laughs> and drink, of course. But not to excess, we would not drink to excess any of us, would we? No mention of that at all so not, far. Not these days. Not these days. <laughs> so what? Katrina, what is your favourite Christmas food? On the savoury side, we are a big stuffing household. Uh, we eat so much stuffing, it no longer fits in the bird. So my dad's taken to just cooking a huge vat of bread stuffing separately so that nobody feels left out and can eat an enormous quantity. And on the sweet side, I loved to make and decorate a gingerbread house. I love doing that every year and usually manage to leave it for at least a day or two to get some pictures before we start eating it all. And what kind of sweets do you put on it? That's the question. Uh, I like to put a lot of licorice all sorts on it because I love to then eat them off. I found another licorice all sorts fan. That's my favourite sweet is licorice all sorts. That's what you can guarantee every Christmas and every birthday I'll get a packet of licorice all sorts. That suits me just fine. They were my granddad's favourite. And from the time we were tiny tots, we were being trained to eat licorice all sorts. They are quite divisive, licorice all sorts. I think you either like them or you don't. Sorry, licorice, licorice. You two can't stand it. There's not many sweets I can't stand, but... 50-50 split there. (laughs) (laughs) So Hannah, what about you? Me, um, oh, favourite, favourite part, favourite part of the dinner. Is that the first but, question? Yeah, favourite food. It doesn't have to be, food, yeah. uh, it can be something you eat at another yeah, part. Probably a part of the dinner. I'm, I'm probably with Katrina on the stuffing. I absolutely love the stuffing. And then for the last, oh, God knows how many years, we've got, you know the things, you get them in Marks and Spencers and it's like cheese and it's got bacon wrapped around it. And uh, you just put them like, in the oven along with your roasters or, you know, whatever. And uh, they are absolutely to die for. They've become a wee side accompaniment with our Christmas dinner for the last few years. So I love them, love the stuffing. And then my, again, I'm not a big sweetie person, but after eights, oh, I just love after eights. And the only time I ask for them, oh, Stephen is part of my foodie goodie, will you remember to get me after eights? Because that's the only time of the year. Um, I eat them because that keeps them really special. Uh, and oh, I could just devour a box in one sitting. I just love them. I don't, but I could. Unless you're allowed to, Heather. <laughs> you're not. I don't know. <laughs> Fiona, what's about you? Um, I think it's hard to decide, but we have very sort of every, you don't eat it all year, which is where my mum makes pavlova with raspberries, which is amazing, but you don't seem to have it all year. Um, so that, that, and she also makes a lovely flan with like the, red jelly and the tangerine and everything so that's that it's weird because we all love it and my mum cooks the same things over and over but we never have that during the year so definitely that but just the things you're saying like we never we're never big for stuffing but since my brother's probably taken more as a wee butcher in the corner from mine that does the best stuffing in the world but that's only been the last couple of years but it is tasty and i'm or you're saying after it's mine are orange the, the bottom of my um stocking is always an orange chocolate ball I usually just devour that. Yeah, the Teddy's orange chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Devour that in one. No shame. Have it all in the one day, Heather. Treat yourself. That's yeah, that is a, that is a Christmas <laughs> must as well. A Teddy's chocolate orange, milk yeah. or dark chocolate. Well, milk definitely. Milk. Uh-huh. Yeah, My sister goes for dark, but no, I'm milk yeah. all the way. Mm. I have a story about Terry's uh, chocolate oranges, which I will not repeat, but it's to do with my children getting worms. 
<laughs> so they now okay. won't eat terrace chocolate oranges. <laughs> okay, don't tell us. <laughs> well, I used to have a dog, Sandy, and we used to get, we got them every Christmas morning, woke up and I was like, where's my, where's my orange chocolate? My mum was like, she goes, Sandy, they're in the drawer. Sandy actually got into the drawer and ate all three. So my mine, my big sister, my wee sister, with wrapper on and everything, ate all three of them. So none of us, that's the one year we didn't get them. <laughs> he didn't die. No, 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 no allergic reaction, but it was wild. Well, our, we, we bought expensive hotel chocolate chocolates to put in the in the stockings. And he got in and ate them. He must have eaten, well, I, I've at least three boxes of hotel so it's high, high chocolate, chocolate. Mm-hmm. So he he ends up going to the vet actually and getting um, charcoal in his stomach and uh, getting his stomach pumped. As the vet's daughter, an awful lot of dogs do it at Christmas, and that's why every every Christmas we sort of start the day and think, "Will we keep mum all day? Will we keep mum all day?" It's usually three or four dogs who do a similar thing and require her to pop out at crucial moments. <laughs> I didn't even know it was. Allergic. I don't even know it was a reaction because he was fine. He also ate a whole um, ham leg at my uncle's funeral. So we were having people back to the house and he'd got on the, got the thing and they're like, no food for people coming back because he'd eaten all that as well. <laughs> my my cat, we were staying, staying with my dad one Christmas and they must have cooked the turkey early or something. I don't know. It was sitting on top of the fridge and we'd taken the cat down with us. Well, the cat jumped on top of the fridge and ate quite a lot of the turkey, didn't she? <laughs> I wasn't the most popular guest that, that year. So I think we've talked about uh, quite a lot, I think, but we've maybe think, what about Christmas walks? We have a traditional Christmas walk that we do. Does anybody else? It's strange. We're big walkers. Like everyone in my family, never, ever, we're too busy drinking and eating. We never kind of leave that. Do the same, Fiona. I walk, I walk probably 10, 15 miles a week and never, never remember going to walk on Christmas Day. Right. Yeah, but everyone seems to. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't. They're big walkers too, and uh, usually Christmas Day is just dive out with the dogs for fifteen minutes here and there in between all the rest, and get out properly afterwards. <laughs> One Christmas we were walking, and we walked before the whole family. We were walking around, and we walked around Dougalson Lock, and there's a, a there's a, a weir and a big bridge, and we were walking along. We saw this couple on the bridge, and didn't really think too much of it. Um, and then we walked past and one of my daughters said to me, did you realise he was proposing to her? <laughs> so we walked in on that proposal. <laughs> so if you're listening and you were that couple, we are really sorry. <laughs> we just searched uh, it. <laughs> you ruined the moment. <laughs> We're taking away the romance. <laughs> and talking about things going wrong, have you got any Christmas disasters that you could uh, you can tell, <laughs> that you can relay? <laughs> And all those black faces most here. years, as I say, my mum, as you all know, is um, slightly uh, adventure, adventurous. I don't know how to explain it, but yes, there's always a disaster. Always, always late. I've always like, where is she? Yes, where is she? It's supposed to be lunch. It's four o'clock. Fiona, can you can anyone can buy me a present? Oh, disaster! I think of any really bad ones. We probably know all my bad ones. I was caught in the tsunami that Christmas. Uh, been caught in drones. There's been a lot of holidays have gone wrong over Christmas, but Christmas Day's not 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 usually no, just apart from the usual. <laughs> Last year we got the the timing slightly off because we had a bigger turkey than usual because we had a huge family Christmas, whereas we maybe didn't have quite as many normally. So the turkey was not fully ready on time, 
but we had everything else ready in a house full of people. So we had Christmas dinner without the turkey and had so much food, we didn't even really notice it wasn't there. And then we had our turkey sandwiches for an evening <laughs> snack after we'd opened our Christmas presents. It's actually not a bad idea. Worked out fine. Yeah. Not the biggest part of the meal at all. So you've got so much else. On. <laughs> Once we counted, my, my mum used to make so many things. I think we counted and she had about 18 different dishes that she'd made for Christmas lunch. It was just ridiculous. We just used to eat it for the, the rest, of, rest of the year, probably. Um, but yeah, fit it on the table somehow. Heather, any disasters that you're able to share? Right. No, I, I did share one with you before we we came on air and uh, I won't repeat that one uh, just now I was let's just say I was much younger um, but no I can't I honestly don't think we have had any Christmas disasters I think it's always gone fairly smoothly yeah amazing that that's a recipe for disaster touching wood yes I know <laughs> wood 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 I think the cat eating the turkey is probably probably our disaster but but as we've said, Turkey is not important, so it wasn't really a disaster at all. Coming towards the end, but I thought maybe we could talk about favourite. I mean, a lot of people watch TV on Christmas Day or have their, their favourite Christmas televisions or films. Maybe we could talk about TV shows and films um, and suggest share what, what your favourites are. So, Fiona, what's your favourite film or, or TV show? What is there a tradition to watch a TV show on Christmas Day? Used to be showing my age here because I've been on for like ten years, but it used to always be that only fools and horses, the Christmas special. We all loved that. But again, we don't really watch TV, making us sound like um, munching alcoholics. But, <laughs> but we don't really watch TV on Christmas Day. But I it, like with my friends, I sometimes we look. Obviously not this year, but we sometimes go and try because you know, like the traditional "It's a Wonderful Life" and it's the Sloan's Bar. They do the nice sort of Christmas movie kind. Okay? Again, that's more recent, but in the last 10 years or something with friends, I maybe go and see that. But yeah, it's a real, just all drinking and eating for Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Heather, pull us back, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were, when we were young, um, the grandparents, so it was always grandma and grandpa and granny, they always came over here. So there was always the seven of us for years and years and years and years. And that was the tradition. And we never, ever had the telly on well no that's that's actually a bit of a lie we we weren't big on having the telly on on Christmas day but you know that way when you get to a teenage you're you're a teenager and and I'm you're showing your age Fiona I'm definitely showing my age now but every Christmas day there used to be the top of the pops Christmas special like at two o'clock and you Katie you'll know and you just had to see it there was just no two ways about it. You had, and I used to beg and beg and beg, please, can we just put the telly on to see the top of the pops Christmas special? So there would be a concession for that. And then my grandma and my granny always liked to see the Queen, who I think always kind of followed uh, top of the pops. So that would be the only time the telly was on until night time, and then it was put on for the Morecambe and Wise Christmas special. And my granny was the, my dad's mum. She was the only person I think in the universe that I know of that didn't find Morecambe and Wise funny and that just used to make us laugh all the more as if it wasn't funny enough the fact that my granny didn't find it funny was even funnier so that was the only time and then then as adult you know once we all grew up it's just like the telly is just never on never on at all during the day we are chat and play games and do quizzes we're a big 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 quiz family 
So we just, you know, do quizzes and stuff like that. We never, ever have it on. But Christmas movies-wise, uh, again, I know it's a cliche, but it's a wonderful life for me. I, I could not let a Christmas go by, not Christmas Day, but the Christmas period without watching It's a Wonderful Life. It's just an absolute all-time classic. Gina, what about you? To follow the theme, we never really have the telly on on Christmas Day. My granny's American, and like some stereotypical Americans, has a deep love for the Queen. And she always says, we're going to watch the Queen's speech this year. We're going to watch it together this year. And by the time three o'clock comes, we would never in a position to watch the Queen's speech. And she always gutted she missed it. But maybe next year. Um, but over the Christmas period, I like watching old movies with my granny. We like to watch White Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life. And we like watching High Society as well, which is Grace Kelly and Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra and Louis Armstrong. So. I watched that the other night, Katrina. I hadn't seen it for years and I watched it. I think it was maybe Sunday night or something it was on. And, oh, it just took me back. It was lovely. Because I love the Philadelphia story as well because I love Catherine Hepburn. But, um, oh, it was it was great. It's my favourite film. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I have to give it, give it know, a watch. It's the musical version of a Phil- the Philadelphia story and it's just, it's lovely. Dead corny and cheesy, but just so nice. Yeah, I think that's what you need at Christmas. It's the one time of the year you you you, you don't judge things in the same way, do you? you? You're quite happy to to be corny and cheesy and just fun and happy. That's what it's all about. We are coming to the end, I think. Um, we don't want to we want to leave people with a good memories of Christmas. And hopefully, if you've got memories of Christmas and you want to share them on our, any of our um, social media pages, then please please feel free to do so. Um, we are. We have been planning our um, podcast for next year. We're moving to fortnightly, um, and the first one of the year, we're hoping to talk to some of our young adult carers about um, moving between school and work, or school and education, or educate further education and work. So that's that's to look forward to in the new year. But first, thank you very much. Thanks, Heather. You're very welcome. Thanks, Katrina. Thank you for having me. And. Thank you, Fiona. Thank you. And we'll wish everyone a, a very happy Christmas as, as, and I hope you can all manage to meet with some people um, or if you're own, you, on your own, then you can get someone, get a phone call and some way of being in contact with someone. And we will speak to you again in the new year. Thank you. And signing out for 2020.